The Focus Factory podcast starts now. Well, 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 welcome everybody to another episode of The Focus Factory. I'm your host, Jeff Pickett. And I run a video production company by the name of Media by JP, since my initials are JP. Makes a lot of sense to me. The Focus Factory is not a cheesecake factory. It's not an industrial factory. It's what we call an intellectual factory, where we encourage business owners to drop their hard hats and pick up their thinking caps. So today on our show is actually the individual that most directly impacted me to start a podcast, even though he never actually said, hey, Jeff, you should start a podcast. Um, He actually has a podcast of his own, and we'll get into all of that. But it's great to put yourself into a community that's encouraging, that indirectly and directly pushes you. And we're going to actually talk in and around that topic today. The topic is community and whether you have what it takes to start a community of your own or you don't. And quite frankly, it's probably not for everybody. So this episode is going to be with Ryan Coral of Tell Studios and also the Studio Sherpas podcast. Um, He's a super funny guy. You're going to hear a lot of laughing on this episode, a lot of laughing. So with no further ado, here's our episode with Ryan. It's always fun to start the show and have a few and get interrupted. <laughs> yeah, get interrupted. <laughs> Today we are listening to and talking to uh, Ryan Coral, who is <laughs> joking before the show. He's what I call the pod father because uh, Ryan has his own uh, podcast. It has a humongous following called uh, Studio Sherpas. It's actually how I first came across <laughs> Ryan. And I'm laughing at him. If you're watching the video that we're recording, Oh, wait, did I hit record button? Yes, I did. Okay, good. If you watch the, the video portion of this, so we have we have dueling setups here. Ryan's mm. got a sweet setup. I just don't have the foam background. The foam is actually behind my computer. It's a green screen. It's actually not really, really there. <laughs> you liar. But anyway, so Ryan's uh, podcast is really what got me introduced to Ryan. And then he walked me all the way through the whole funnel. Uh, I've spent probably... $27,000 on everything that Ryan sells now. <laughs> oh, man, that would be amazing if I had that much stuff. Yeah, you bought my car. You bought... Uh... Yeah, there you go. So anyway, so today we're going to talk with Ryan today about a unique uh, business uh, offshoot that a lot of people don't think about when they are creating their businesses and furthering that. And there's all sorts of, all sorts of different ways of marketing. Um, but one of the things that Ryan's really good at, we're going to drill into, is this concept of community. So, well, I can't wait to dig into this because it's something that I think I've attempted. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm attempted. Uh, I'm attempted. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I've tried there. I've tried it. But uh, I think it's going to be fun to talk with Ryan about this. So, uh, Ryan, why don't you start? Just tell us, uh, for those who don't know Ryan, tell us all about you. And uh, by the way, if you aren't watching this uh, on the video, um, Ryan is a combination of James Bond and a lumberjack. Ooh. Because because if you look at his, his profile picture or one of them out there, he's got on this flannel jacket, 
and he's got this uh, his hands across his face a little bit. <laughs> and it makes me think of if James Bond became a lumberjack. That's a good wow. In a beard. In a beard. I do. I get Conor McGregor sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. And I've actually seen some pictures. And I'm like. Oh yeah, mostly like at his body. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that I can see the resemblance. <laughs> no, I think it's just the weird face that I have. Uh, yeah, so let's see. I was born December eighth, long time ago. Not as long ago as you. Um, just <laughs> kidding, true. man. We're probably twins. We don't even know it. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Michigan. I lived here all my life. I love the state of Michigan. Uh, I love, especially, I love summers here in Michigan and the lakes, mostly Lake Michigan. Uh, I have lots and lots of camping memories and stuff with family and friends um, on all, all over Michigan. But um, yeah, so I'm a Michigan kid and or kid adult i don't know what i am uh 15 years ago i started a video company i was working at a college and i had convinced them i was hosting events and um you know i was working with youth leaders uh trying to introduce as many people to the college as possible uh, i hosted a summer camp that we did there and eventually i had convinced the college to buy me a video camera and a computer so i could start creating like promotional like videos. And this is like right before YouTube came out and uh, you know, video was like, you had to, the video is like the size of a quarter uh, if you went to a <laughs> website. And um, so they, they bought me that stuff and I started playing and creating this stuff and uh, paired with the church that we were going to had this incredible production team and would create videos like almost weekly that would bring me to tears to see these, you know, people's stories of their lives just really being uh, drastically and dramatically changed. Uh, and then I worked at a summer camp as well. And, and they would uh, produce a week, a weekly video. And, uh, and I just thought it was the coolest thing, the coolest platform. And I've always loved people. I've always been drawn to stories. And I said, I want to do this. And so eventually uh, at, the, at the college, I said, I, I just need to do this video stuff full time. And I left the, left the school. My wife and I were newly married. And we said I would try it for six months, see how it went. If it failed, then I would just get another real job again. And uh, it didn't fail. It worked uh, slowly and surely. Uh, people were hiring me. Uh, you know, the the very humble beginnings of just scanning pe people's pictures and making little uh, you know montages for birthday parties and and such. And uh, uh, but that's you know uh, that's that's how I learned the craft. And uh, and then fast forward to today, 15 years later, and you know we create films for businesses to help really communicate what their story is, their their why, and why people should care about them and invest um, money into uh, partnering with businesses. So that's that's kind of the big picture of what we do. And then, uh, Jeff, the way that you and I met three years ago, uh, I co-founded Studio Sherpas, which is uh, really a company that fills this void in my life of talking business strategy with people that are uh, wired very similarly to me that where they're, you know, very, they're, they're good at the craft, creating videos that are beautiful and, and cool and stuff, but not amazing at the business side of things. And for me, I, I realized that I was a little bit more on the, the, the business minded side than I was on the creative side. And so we've, you know, started the podcast, built uh, online training and stuff for other video professionals to grow their video business. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard that once or twice. Uh, yeah. I've heard that a few times and now he's uh, what do you call the head of a Sherpa? community uh sh the sherpa's sherpa 
Yeah. And and that 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 when we were branded, uh, we worked with the branding uh, guy uh, DJ Harula. Uh, he said Studio Sherpas. That's that's what this this new thing is. We're going to help video producers. I'm like, I don't even know what a Sherpa is. He's like, Oh, it's a mountain guide. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And and really, what that has allowed me to realize is that anybody who hires us to do video for them or this tribe of video. Uh, professionals that are trying to grow their video business, the idea here is that we 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 want to guide people. We want them to know if we're a good fit for them. We want to know if they're a good fit for us. Uh, so we take them through our process. Uh, we we uh, you know just download a, a, as much information as possible. See where they're at. See how we can help them. If we can help them. And so at the end of the day, uh, I consider myself a guide. Jeff, you are a guide as well, and uh, also known as Sherpas but not sure. from the Himalayas, the, you know, the, the other kind, if there is another kind. <laughs> well, yeah, what other kind is there? <laughs> All right. So, so, so walk us through um, how this concept of community uh, maybe first popped up and, and why did it pop up? Why did you think that this was something important? Um, so do you edit these podcasts? No. Oh, really? You're lying. <laughs> I can, but okay. I, I try not to. Well, so you can leave this in or take it out, but this would be a good spot if you were going to edit it. This is where You're I would You're not going to say the F-bomb, are you? Uh, I can say the F-bomb. F-bomb. <laughs> this is a family show. I'm going to take my shirt off. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to wait. Did I just do that? <clears throat> you did. Um, so when you're talking about community, I just want to make sure that I'm talking about the right stuff. Uh, what, what specifically are you talking about when you say community and you, what are you trying to get from me? So you have built a great online community with your business. And, and so when you say my business, you mean Studio Sherpas? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So is that, does that help? Uh, that helps. Um, yes. We can interpret this however you want, Ryan. Yep, yep. We're just going to go rogue with the show here. I like it. Um, okay, so give me the question one more time. So how, when you when you started, you know, kind of building out the Sherpas and, and thinking, hey, this could be, you know, not just a course, not just whatever, not just a podcast, but maybe we can build a community around this. Yeah. Um, what did that look like when you were thinking about that? Yeah, well... I mean, kind of my origin story uh, as I was looking at some of these things that you wanted me to talk about or things that, you know, we sort of agreed to discuss community being that thing. Um, I, I just I really started to think and reflect on like, well, where does that like where did that drive or desire or whatever come from? And, um, you know, I, I feel like forever ago, you know, just like long, long ago, um, you know, playing sports. Like I loved being a part of a team. Um, I was in a band in middle school and we were amazing. Um, wow. just kidding. Well, we, we actually were in eighth grade. We, we got like standing ovation at the talent show. We had uh, all these like little girl fans. It was hilarious. Um, they did <laughs> not you know play? any better. Uh, I played bass in the band, but I really, I rhythm guitar was my, that was my jam. And I, and I was the lead singer. Wow. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm not going to say or what? No, nah, I, you know, I want you to keep as many listeners as possible <laughs> glued to this episode. So we will save that for another time. Uh, so, you know, I was in a band and I felt like a sense of belonging. And then in high school, I, I started playing football and that was the first experience of like true brotherhood and family that, uh, you know, cause I, I grew up, my parents got divorced when I was 12 and I did not like being at home. I did not like being a part of that community. I, I didn't like the dynamics. I didn't like my dad. Uh, my dad was not 
alcoholic. There was just lots of lots of things about home that I just wanted to escape from. And so I was very much drawn to be a part of a family or, you know, community. And, and when I say community, I, I really think family, um, you know, my employees here, I, I want to consider them as family. I want these people to feel like, you know, that they belong and that I, and that I belong as well. And so, you know, fast forward to, uh, you know, many years later where, um, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, there's kind of this, there's this, this God element in my life that after high school, I, 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 have a, have a deeper desire to, to belong and not just like for this thing, not to win the state championship in football, but for my life. And so, and so I kind of find home, I find home in this, in this small little church, these guys that asked me to play softball with them. And I start playing softball with them and realize like, man, there, there is a lot more to life than, than I've known and seen for the first 18 years of it. And, uh, and so I was drawn into this community and, and really started thinking a, a lot more about like the purpose of my life. And I wanted it to be a, a lot bigger than, than what I, what I had ever ever visioned it, envisioned it to be. And, um, and so that was, that really started driving me to think a lot more intentionally about, about the way I was living. And then I ended up failing out my first semester of college, failing out second semester of college at a different college. And, uh, and then I needed to take some time to really reflect and figure out like, well, what is this big purpose? You know, what, what, how can I use my life? And, uh, and then I ended up back at this little community college. I got a 4.0 that semester. Uh, I think Ooh. I only took like two classes. Um, and then I ended up at this <laughs> small little Christian college in Rochester Hills called Rochester College, soon to be Rochester University. Um, not when I was there, uh, but uh, anyway, I end up at, there at, at this college and and have this amazing community of people for four years that I'm living with, at sharing meals with, uh, you know, experiencing life and death with, um, you know, tons of laughing, tons of crying, like just all these amazing experiences in a very close knit community. And, and for me, I'm like, this is, this is my life. And then fast forward a little bit more then I get married and uh, my wife and I move, you know, a couple different cities and, and really are trying to find like, where do we belong? And we moved intentionally to this town called Royal Oak because we wanted to live close to these couples uh, that, well, to this one couple in particular and do life with them. And, and so for the next eight years, we lived in this close community and, and learn how to do community a little bit differently or a lot differently than we did in college. Um, and then we just kind of felt this, you know, some years later, we felt this, like this thing inside each one of us that we felt like we needed to move to this other town where there were two families that were, we, we, we loved, we spent time with, but we just didn't live close. And we said, you know, let, let's, let's, this is crazy. I'm not sure how this is going to work out. Um, but we really felt like God was wanting us to move to this little town, uh, 30 minutes away. So we moved there and, uh, we live in the same neighborhood as these other two families. Our kids all are sort of similar ages. Um, and we've been on vacation and just done all this amazing stuff together and are super humbled by this community that we get to experience because of these other people. And the thing that we all share, this is kind of a long winded answer to your question. <laughs> But we have, we've all committed to each other uh, to, to 
submit to each other, to challenge each other, to encourage each other, to raise each other's kids, to to be okay with with other people sort of disciplining our kids and vice versa. And uh, we've all committed to this and said, this is how we want to live our lives because what what how we've experienced this in the past, and a lot of us in college when we just live so close with these other people, that is when we felt like most fully alive. And, and so we, for the past uh, five, six years, um, we've been doing this with these other families and it, it, the friendships, and it's not just like the guys like to hang out with the guys and the gals with the gals. Uh, I just, I, these, these women are my sisters and these guys are my brothers and it, it goes all the way around. It's a beautiful thing. So I say all of that to say it is very special, but I have built everything that I've been a part of. I have wanted to be a part of something bigger. I've, I've wanted to see the bigger vision and to say there's so much more out of life that we can get if, if we're willing to, uh, be real, to be open, to be open to change, to, to know that we don't have it all together, uh, to know that there's always something else to learn. Uh, there's always another way to grow. And then also that we have something to offer. Um, I think that, that, that took me a long time to realize, uh, in the context of business that I have something to offer. I, I, I am, you know, I've been in business for 15 years. Uh, I do not have it all figured out. I mean, if you ask me today, what our, our bank balance looks like, you might be like, wow, um, that's it. And I'd be like, <laughs> I know, uh, we need more clients right now. Um, but I have learned a lot and I do have something to offer. And, you know, Jeff, even to hear your story and to know that, uh, you know, the podcast and the, the amazing guests that we have on, uh, and the stories that they bring, you know, we're all sort of like, oh my gosh, there's still so much to learn and so many ways to grow. So I think to answer your question, uh, did I answer your question? I told you I was going to be long-winded. Uh, you're getting there. <laughs> I, I know you're getting there. I, I forgot the question. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like w people ask me, they're like, oh, so Studio Sherpas, I mean, that kind of takes away from your real bread and butter bread and butter of making films for your, your, your business clients and whatnot. And I, I'm like, man, I would, I would do the podcast just if, if nobody paid me, if we didn't have courses to point people to or whatever, if there was no monetary investment, I, I, I would still do the podcast because, because of people like you who say like, man, I, I, I'm learning so much. I'm growing so much. The reviews that we get, the emails that I read, it is super encouraging to know that people are getting it. People are seeing like, well, I can charge more money. I should charge more money. I, I should value my work. I should feel like I have something to offer. Um, I think in doing that, you know, it's sort of allowed people to come around this purpose of saying like, we have something to offer. We don't have it all figured out, but like, let's just keep moving forward. Let's keep on climbing this mountain of, you know, running a video business or whatever kind of business and, and be open to change, be open to challenge, uh, the challenges of being a small business owner, but also, a of your neighbor saying, man, I would never have said that to a client like that, or I would never uh, <laughs> do that, you know, to my employees and for, you know, to have the humility to be like, Oh really? Okay. Well tell me what you would do and, and to be open to, to revising that. So I'm going to stop talking and let you follow up it's with another question <laughs> or something. <laughs> so it sounds like your, your own personal experiences around community. I mean, very much the definition of community um, just at a more personal level, has maybe shaped then that desire to bring community into the business side of things so that it's not just 
transactional, yeah. but it's more relational. Yeah. Yeah. Even I just, uh, before we got on, I, I had a discovery call with a woman and I, she's like, Oh, so tell me, a, you know, a little bit about your process. And I'm, I'm talking with her and I, and she's like, Oh, so, you know, can you come out and meet with my team? And I said, you know, I would love to, I would love to host you guys here at our studio and you could get a lay of the land here and you could meet all of our employees. And, and really I would love mostly to figure out um, if you like us and if we like you, if we would be a good fit because I don't want to waste your time. Uh, but you know, I really don't like to work with companies that don't get how uh, terrible my sense of humor is. And um, you know, how, you know, if I'm supposed to show up to a business meeting with a tie, sometimes I might forget um, like, that's just not, you know, that this is who we are. And if you get us awesome. Uh, but if you don't like the sooner we all kind of figure that out, the more time you're going to save, the more money you're going to save, the more frustration you're going to save. And so let's, let's do that. So, um, I, I, I just feel like if you can be yourself and uh, you're going to draw people that are like you, um, and, and that, not, and I, I don't want to say that you should only hang out with people that are like you, but, um, but I only want to do business that, that get us and they don't have to like me and like want to, you know, have beers with me later, but, um, they, they need to, understand how we operate, what our heartbeat is, what we care about deeply, uh, so that they're not surprised, you know, uh, at some point and, um, so that they're not surprised. <laughs> and now here's a quick word from one of our sponsors. That business card that grandpa used to use back in the age has served its purposes, but it's modern times folks. Wouldn't you rather convey who you are and what you are and why you are? with a video business card. If you'd like to find out more information, visit our website, mediabyjp.com today. <laughs> well, I like one of the things that I can recall is, so, so Ryan does these uh, Facebook lives from his car as he's hurling down the highway. <laughs> I still think you're, <laughs> I still think you're breaking laws in every state. Yeah, here. probably not in Michigan. No, I'm certain it's uh, actually I'm not certain. <laughs> No, but the one I saw you, you were in a parking lot. <laughs> you were in the highway. That's the story. Driving circles but, in a parking lot. But he had just received um, oh. some bad news. Or he's a, hit a, a little bit of a client conflict. And we don't have to go into all the particulars. But what I found really particularly interesting is, so there's there's many of us in this community that look to Ryan as the, the godfather of it. And he's being very vulnerable. And he's sharing from his heart just the challenge that he was having with this particular client. And I thought in some ways, this is so awesome that here's an individual who, who feels comfortable to be vulnerable and, and he's putting a lot of trust in the community that no one's going <laughs> to take this video and forward to this individual like we know who that was anyway. And I'm, so I'm curious, what do you think about that notion? Do you think that everybody can pull that off or do you think that some people in a community may go, oh, um, I guess they weren't as good as I thought they were. Does that does that ever come into your mind when you're when you're so vulnerable? And you know, maybe I guess the real question is, how do people become maybe more vulnerable, more open um, in situations like that where the world doesn't go great? Because like on Facebook, everybody sees everybody yeah, at their right. highest point in life, but we don't always get to see the underside. Yeah. And I love that you show that underside, and not like. Not like it's always bad because it's not, but when something does go bad, you'll share it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I, I've learned the most from people that have been vulnerable with me. Um, people that aren't 
afraid to share their weaknesses, share their mess ups. I mean, I've, you know, I, I've had people share stuff with me or I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, I'm not even sure if that's legal. That sounds really illegal. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sort of joking, but I don't think so. Um, but it's in those times where I feel like when you, when you see somebody being totally open, totally authentic, super raw, it gives you a freedom to be like, oh, okay, so I'm not as messed up as that guy. Or <laughs> I've, I have done that and actually maybe a little bit worse, but the fact that this person is approaching it like this, maybe I should approach my stuff like that. And maybe it is okay. Uh, you know, Ryan, the, the reason why people listen to the podcast and people would consider me a teacher or a godfather or whatever, it's, it's, it's really because I don't, I'm not afraid to share the failures. And there are so many, there have been so many failures in my business over the last 15 years. I have done most things wrong, at least up front uh, at the beginning. Uh, but even, you know, in this month, there are things that I'm doing wrong. There's something that I should have done a few days ago and I haven't done it. And I'm like, oh, I got to, I'm, I'm going to do it. Um, but, but it, it's, it is, it is so freeing to, I just, I, I know this. So as I'm sharing stories with people to say like, you know, I have this terrible thing, it costs us so much money, or I have a client that's so mad at me. And, and just for your, your viewers or listeners, uh, I don't, I typically don't share the names of these people. So, uh, my, my people could take that video and put it on Facebook and say like, Oh my gosh, this guy, his business is like totally failing and he's got $0 in the bank and whatever. And that's, that's okay. I, I would never want to, uh, throw somebody under the bus and, and let, you know, people never, people should not ever really know who the person is that I'm talking about or the client. Uh, so I definitely, when I share those stories like that, but you know, if somebody's, you can't really, uh, fudge up, like Ryan said, like he was $120,000 in debt in 2016. Yeah, that, that was the case. And, uh, and that's just, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, maybe some clients or potential clients would, would see or hear that and say like, oh my gosh, like we're not going to do business with somebody who can't manage his finances, uh, or, or is, has some kind of a failing business. Like what's that all about? Like, how did they get to that point? Guess what? You're not a good fit for us. Um, because you're better, you're more perfect. And I don't want to work for somebody who is like more better and more perfect and, and whatever. I, I want to work with somebody who's like, oh man, like I've been there. Like, you know, I'm there right now. Uh, those are the people that get me. And those are the people that I get. And, uh, it, 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 you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people that don't listen to the show or maybe they listen to an episode or two and they're like, this guy, what a loser. Like, I can't believe he's <laughs> lost clients because I can't believe he did that or I can't believe he said that. That's fine. Like the quicker, again, it goes back to like the quicker people can figure out like who I am, the, the quicker they can figure out like, hey, this is a show I want to listen to because of this guy's openness, authenticity, and he's a complete failure and I feel better every time I hear his stories um, or like, no way, like waste of my time. I need to listen to somebody that has it all together and, uh, you know, you go on their Instagram feed or their Facebook feed and everything is perfect. Uh, I'm that guy. I really like to show those like you know our family pictures where I've got kids that are screaming and like pulling my hair and uh, <laughs> jumping on my back and hurting it um th those are fun and I and I I'm listening to Rachel Hollis's uh what is it don't wash your face or girl wa girl wash your face I think it's called and she I do know of this woman 
Uh-uh. Okay, so if you're a woman, that's familiar. Yeah, you need to read it. She just came out with another one. Uh, Girl, stop apologizing. Uh, it, it's for women, uh, but I heard her speak a few weeks ago at, at an event. Anyway. Yeah, and uh, my <laughs> wife listened to it, and like our our little group of friends have all listened to it, and these ladies all love it. And I was actually moved. Uh, uh, after listening to Rachel at this event I was at and I'm like, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to this book and, uh, and I've just been loving it. And she is the queen of sharing stories. I mean, she's talking about peeing her pants on stage and like all of this stuff that, wow. you know, a grown woman. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling empowered as I'm listening to her, like share these yeah. terrible failures and you know, these things. And I'm like, yes, like that, I resonate so much with that. So I feel a little bit more uh, like, I don't need to apologize on Jeff's show. I can say, you know, I'm peeing my pants right now. And you know, it's, it is what it is. And you look like you're peeing your pants. I just did just <laughs> everybody wherever you're at right now. Feel free. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants on <laughs> Jeff's show. So what I hear you saying then is that your sense of community allows you to maybe pre-qualify individuals to be part of that community. By being more open, you're putting yourself out there. And if people want to be a part of it, great. And if they don't, then that's okay because apparently there's not a really good fit. Yeah, and there probably is a community out there that that is for them. It's just not... It's not this one. It's not yours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so it's, how do you, it's, it's like setting expectations. Like when we're meeting with clients, I'm going to set those expectations very, very quickly. So if we have a goofy video that we can send them, that's our team, we're going to send it to them so they can say like, oh, these guys have a irreverent sense of humor. That's cool. Or like, that's not cool. Or we would never hire them. Um, that the sooner you can set those expectations and get that stuff across, the sooner, you know, you can move on with your life. So these, so these, so, so to maybe to clarify a little bit too, on, on this kind of community that you're talking about, is this really like you're a business owner and this is a community of clients you're trying to build, or is it you're a business owner and you're trying to build a, a community of other business owners that are similar to you? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, I, I feel like in some small ways, some micro ways, not microwaves, yeah. microwaves. Uh, <laughs> I, I probably am trying to build community in a lot of different areas. So the different things that I'm involved in, I, I want, I don't want it to just be me. I don't want to be in a silo. I want other people, uh, I want other people to feel like they belong and they can share, you know, in, in, the struggle and, and the successes, you know, I want people in. So if I'm talking to other business owners, if I'm, uh, you know, if I'm talking to just my video peeps, uh, if I'm talking to my friends, um, you know, outsiders, I, I want the outsider to feel like there is a place and, you know, maybe it's not here, but if it's not here, then I want to help you find that place. But I want you to know that you do belong, uh, at what level and what community I, maybe I don't, I don't really know, but, but you do need to know that you belong somewhere. Yeah. So it's not like one, there's not one community. In other words, it's communities and you've, you, you've kind of set up and probably what other people would want to set up would be communities that where they belong or where they, they can share themselves yes. without judgment or whatnot. Yes. Okay. So you answered that one question that I had, um, maybe you've, done this already, but what do you do in a, in a, in a community setting like this? So let's, uh, let's just take it online. And, um, you are just, you know, really flying. And then there's this negative Nelly that pops up who's kind of starting to naysay on some of the things that are said. What, what's a great way to 
maybe deal with that? Uh, just kick them out. <laughs> just say peace. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think about work. I think about Tell Studios. I think about my team of employees. I Currently, I think I have six. We had eight like a couple of weeks ago, or maybe we're down to five. I'm not sure. There's people coming and going all, all the time here. Uh, not really, but kind of sort of, at least as of late. Uh, but we have core values and we hire people and we fire people based on those core values. So that's another area where I set very clear expectations. So when people come in, you know, I walk them through the three core values, which are humble, hungry, and smart, which we did not come up on our own, uh, but from Patrick Lencioni, the author who's got a bunch of great books. And um, we, and those were really born out of these other four core values that we had before this, but we said, oh man, these are three and we can fit these in three. This, this just is easier to remember and easier to speak on. So setting those expectations. So if you're running an online community, having clear expectations, and you've seen in uh, at least one of the online forums that we're in uh, on the side, I say something like, you know, this is a place for like, uh, it's like nice people or I don't know, some, something like that. Yeah. You know, I don't care about the, 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 the pessimists, the negative Nancy's, the people that all they're, they're all they're always those people. I think are a lot smarter than me. But uh, if they don't control how they uh, are with others, then it really you know it brings a rain cloud on everybody, and nobody wants to hang out with Eeyore all the time. Uh, but a little <laughs> bit of Eeyore is really good, and it can be super helpful. Uh, but you know, in my circle of family and friends. If you don't care to grow, if you don't care to change, uh, if that's just not part of your DNA and your makeup, then I don't want to waste my time with you. I, it, it sounds so harsh because my mission in life is to love God and to love others. Um, and I think I can do that by just saying, you know what? Um, you are doing nothing that is bringing any value in my life uh, except for making me want to die right now. Um, <laughs> you know, I I feel like I'm called to love that person. And sometimes that just means like excusing them and uh, and or, you know, hey, remember, these are this is what this community is about. Like these three things or five things or 10 things. These are core values. These are the things that uh, that we live and breathe for. How are you doing on these? Uh, is there one, you know, what's what's your top one? What's your bottom one? Um, how can we work on that bottom one? Because we, again, like I believe that you have something to offer and maybe it's not you have something to offer in this community. Maybe it's it's somewhere else, uh, but these are the things that are required, at least from my perception. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's a hard line to walk to because some people will be like, well, what are you like, you know, the the perfect and I'm like no I'm definitely not I know what resonates with me with me and I, if if somebody is not a peaceful person and and they are just out to you know to destroy or to uh, infiltrate and to wreck you know relationships and all that stuff like that's that's not I'm I'm building the exact opposite of that so as soon as I get a whiff of that uh, you can bet that that would be a conversation that I'm having with that person to say like hey so this doesn't really seem to be going as well as it could be what do you think um, really trying to get input from you know said person and and then if there are expectations or core values or anything like that kind of walking through those and uh and then saying like okay well it, it i mean if you're not open to growing in this area that you know you and i both are seeing as as a real struggle for you then then there's probably a better place for you it's just it's just not here and it's not now 
Um, so I don't know. If, is that is that helpful? Does that make well, sense? Yeah. I mean, the more that you're talking, it sounds like you treat, <clears throat> excuse me, you treat your communities much like the real world. Um, whereas maybe some people don't, mm. you know, like especially online. I mean, we hide behind this facade of an avatar and sometimes it's yeah. just our name and sometimes it's our face, but sometimes we feel like, well, here's a, here's an avenue that I get to state my opinion and uh, I can say anything I want to say. Yeah. What you're kind of saying, and I like it is that uh, even in a, a community, there should be core values of some sort in there that help kind of guide the conversation yeah. so that you get, you're recognizing that people are people and you just can't be a negative Nelly. And so I was going to ask you, uh, and I think there's one instance, but you've been inside of the art. We have a private Facebook group that you only get to be a part of if you purchase this course that we have. I've, I'm a, a part of a whole bunch of other forums with video people and what inside and some of the drama that happens in these groups and they're all open, right? They're, they're you can yeah. be a part of them. Anybody can. And it's amazing to see the people that troll, the, to see the people that, you know, just pick a fight. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, what's interesting in this community that we have, it's a paid community. So there's a lot fewer people, but people are there for a reason. And and I feel like they have heard the podcast or they've seen videos of me, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the leader of this thing and have tried to make, make it pretty clear what I'm about, what I care about. And I, have you seen any drama inside of our group? I think the smaller they get, then yeah, the, the less the drama. There was one time, right. uh, and I don't, I think it was one, there was one time though, there was an individual, but I'm glad that you brought this up because it felt like, Everybody else is like, okay, so this person's being negative and we're not even going to address him. We're not going to honor him at all. And I'm the kind of guy that I just, depends on the conflict, but I typically will just line, just go ahead and lean on into it. And I did. Jeff got his feelings hurt. <laughs> I forget the whole thing, but <laughs> I did see yeah, that. guy made me mad and I pushed back and then he tried to push back and then I pushed him back some more. And I think a couple other people maybe weighed in too. And that's all. I, I don't remember the dude's name, Yeah, but but yeah, I think that uh, I think a good community does self-select whether they want to be in or they want to be out. And then I've been in other communities too, where people uh, something somebody will be negative, and it's not just the administrator that will say, "Hey, knock it off." It'll be the other people yeah. that'll say, "This is our community. It's not just Ryan's. It's ours, and you can't talk like that here." Mm -hmm. And that's kind of nice when that happens. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew I. It, I was thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, there's, you know, there's been hundreds and hundreds of conversations and that's the only one that was ever brought to my attention. Cause I didn't even, I missed it. And, uh, you said, Hey, like, what do you think about this? And, and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, I don't really, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could kind of see like a little bit, but it was, I felt like it was healthy and, uh, it's not like, it's not like conflict is bad and, and I would right, ever right. say like, oh, we don't want to have conflict because it can be really, really good. That's when you grow and are stretched and challenged. Um, but it's when it, you know, you start attacking a person and their character that that stuff doesn't make sense. It's like yeah. we are not at that level. We're not doing any of that stuff. But, uh, you know, if people want to critique your work or your website or your approach, that is that's why the people are in this community, because they want to grow. They want to learn. And they know that the best way for that to happen is inside of community with, with other people that are for them and that, that want to see that person succeed. When you're in a, in a 
in another forum where, where it's open and anybody else can be in there, th that, that shared mission or that those core values aren't necessarily there. People are maybe looking for a community, but they're not sure how they fit in or how, how these other people, why these other people might even be there. And that's when, you know, all sorts of crazy conversations can happen mm -hmm. and, uh, and people do hide behind their, their computer screen. And, uh, I remember, you know, 20, plus years ago, I wrote my senior thesis. Uh, it was all about the importance of face-to-face -face communication versus AOL instant messenger. And, uh, and I just knew that, you know, without being able to hear people and see people and get their nonverbals along alongside of their, you know, their challenge, what might seem like challenging or hurtful stuff, it's just, it, we're missing so much. And that's why it's like even more important when we go online to, to be very cautious of how we are talking and uh and again not being afraid to challenge but uh, just not not uh, attacking a person's character and, and you know what they believe yeah so we're close to coming in upon a uh on a on a shutdown time but with that being said what would you say so again our audience is is uh composed mostly of business owners what would you say to business owners who, and again, I, I don't think that community is probably for everyone who's listening. Some people just don't have the time or, or they, they like status quo. I would say that there are uh, those of us out there who want to be part of something larger than they are. They want to bring value and they want to bring other people along for the ride. So for those uh, individuals who maybe now feel this call and like, Hey, you know what? I, yeah, I, I do want to start up a community. I, I, I like this concept and I, I think there could be real value to it. What would you? What would? What would be a couple of things that you would have have people focus on this week, in, in terms of uh, how to build the best type of a community? I think that um, that's a good question. Um, that's what you say, like when you want to think about like your exactly. answer. That's stall, a really stall, good stall. question. <laughs> I think you. It's it's sort it sort of starts. It sort of starts with knowing yourself is like big and broad as that could be. But when people don't know, like, man, am I funny? Do I like to, you know, be like this or that? Or, you know, how, what, what do I want my, how do I want people to perceive me? Like that stuff is like that. Don't care about how people, I don't know if you saw, but I posted on Instagram <laughs> this morning, this video of me. I've never done this before, but I was uh, lip syncing to this Ben Rector song and, uh, and the, the words are something like, I don't care. And, uh, and I'm dancing and it was like so goofy and I didn't <laughs> post it. I just saved it in my draft. I was like, oh no, that's too silly. That is just, and then I was like, wait a second, I'm the guy like, I don't care. Right. I just, I said those words and that's my, that's, I thought that was like who I am. So I was like being challenged. I was challenging myself to say like, no, I'm posting that. It's so goofy. And people are probably going to watch this and be like, what a dummy. Like, why would you ever embarrass yourself like that? But I think it starts with, I think it starts with knowing yourself, what you're good at, what you're passionate about, um, what you deeply care about, because, you know, don't waste your time creating a community where you're just, you don't really care about that, that thing, uh, or that wouldn't, you know, keep you up at night conversations about this, you know, particular thing wouldn't keep you up at night. Uh, I think being totally honest, open, authentic, uh, I, th I think that's, that's, that is a must have, if you're going to be a leader of anything, anything, a community or your family or your employees or your coworkers or whatever, you need to be totally authentic. And if you don't know yourself, if you don't know, uh, 
I don't want to get like, you know, all philosophical, but if you don't know yourself and like what you were made for and what you deeply care about, it's, it's hard to, it might be hard to say like, what does it even mean for me to be totally authentic and real? Um, if, if you start asking those questions of yourself, one of the best things I did a few years ago is I, I did a life plan with a, a life coach and, um, and it was beautiful, you know, I've done, and I've done like, you know, Myers-Briggs and strength finders and Enneagram and all those things. Uh, and I love doing those. Those are fun, uh, to, to just kind of see and be like, Oh, okay. So this is kind of how I'm wired. This is what makes me tick. Um, but I think you need to, you really need to know yourself and be okay with where you're at knowing that you haven't arrived. Cause I would never start a community once I arrived. That's, totally bunk waste of time to to think that so i think you could start a community today but you just have to know who you are what you care about you, you have to be committed to being totally open honest uh, you need to be open to uh, receiving challenge from other people uh, but then also you have to believe wholeheartedly that you have something to give to so don't feel like you're just the moderator or you're the person that stands in the background uh, but believe fully that you have something to give and and you'll be surprised golly i've been surprised so many times where you know i'll get a random message from somebody and you know and this doesn't happen daily i don't want to make it sound like oh ryan's you know he's leading this community and people are texting him like nonstop. it's like you know once a week or once a month or I don't know, whatever. But um, you would be surprised at the stories that you share, the way that you share, share your life, what things resonate with other people. I mean, everybody is on, everybody's not just on a different journey at a completely different phase in their life, but you just never know. You could have said like, man, I've shared that story a hundred times and nobody's ever said anything. And then you're like, but that's the story that's being asked to share right now. And so you, I share it. And then, oh my gosh, like, that actually moved somebody that was helpful to somebody. Um, so don't be afraid to share, um, uh, what's, what's in you. Um, and, and it, it just be okay if it, it seems like it falls flat cause you, you just never know. Um, and then, and then really the, the, I think the heartbeat of community, you have to be able to create opportunities for people to be together. So if that means it's online, if that means it's a podcast, if that means, uh, you know, in person, you know, we do these monthly breakfasts here at the studio. Uh, we, we host a, uh, workshops here at the studio. Uh, we try to do things with people. Sometimes it's virtually, sometimes it's, uh, in person, but you have to, you know, create those opportunities for, uh, for that to happen. And, um, I think that's all I have to say about that. Sweet. So I, I would have to say, like, I did not, I, I in my wildest dreams, I would have never thought by the end of the podcast, we would have come to all of these topics. Because I really thought, like, we're just going to talk about online community. Mm. But you, like, opened my eyes in a lot of different ways uh, about this. But I think it's a really beautiful conversation mm. to have that, uh, you know, and, and maybe that's a, a problem in our societies. Everything is going online, but community should be in your business, should be, you know, down the street in your neighborhood. Um, so I don't know, this is really, this is kind of a cool concept. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think, you know, one other thing that I would recommend for people that are thinking like, man, I would love to, you know, if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or whatever, or you just like to, you know, I don't know, you're very passionate about communities. I think, how cool would it be? I don't have the time or the margin to do this, but how cool would it be for us to start a, a marketing group that could, it could easily start on Facebook or LinkedIn. I could create a group and it's, you know, I could just call it the Metro Detroit marketing 
weirdos and start building a little community and then like once a month host a little event here and uh, but then we have you know online conversations people talking about what's working in your business what's not what what's the new thing um I think it's it, it can be stuff like that. So the people that are listening, you could start a, a forum or a, not a forum, whatever, like a group on Facebook group or whatever, and uh, and and easily pick the topic, the thing that gets you so excited. So marketing, I don't know, fill in the blank for whatever, mm -hmm. uh, and and just do it. You know, start it. If if three people get together, or maybe it's like a book that you like, like uh, building a story brand. Donald Miller. Uh, I, I know three guys that started meeting for breakfast and they would listen to a chapter of the book and then they would meet for breakfast and talk about that chapter of the book. And that is a little community. And these guys are, they're doing super cool stuff. And if it wasn't for the guy that initiated the thought, like, Hey, like we should meet, they are being challenged and sharpened by each other every time that they meet and talk about these things. So me being a part of studio Sherpas, me creating the community that I'm trying to create with tell studios, I am being made a better person. I have realized that I, it is giving me opportunities to be around incredible people like Jeff Pickett. And, and really, I mean, I, I am wholeheartedly saying that I have learned so much from people like you, Jeff, and the communities that I've been a part of that it's like, oh my gosh, like to not be a part of a community, even if you're an introvert, like there are times when you need to get out and you need to be with others and you need to allow people into your life so that they can help make you better because they have something to, to offer and you do as well so uh stop like not giving that gift away or allowing that opportunity of of being a gift for other people i love it <coughs> as i choke up here i love it I got it got a so sore good. throat <laughs> no I, this is really good stuff because i do think there's a an infection mm. in our society where we can only project out there that uh, our world's perfect, but we all know we've got challenges. We're yeah. just fearful for sharing it because it's going to portray a weakness of some sort. But I know I, th I think this is a really, really great, really great topic. So where can people, Mister uh, Mister Sherpa, where can people reach out to you or to see you uh, dance or pee your pants? Right here. That could be a bug, video. right? Yeah, that could dance or pee your pants. You want to dance or pee your pants? Yep. Bye. Anybody is welcome to come to our studio. We are at 40 Englewood Drive, Suite B as in boy in Lake Orion, Michigan. Uh, stop on by, buy a lunch or something like that. You can uh, download. We have a free training on how to connect with your clients through the power of story at tellstudios.com slash JP. Huh? See what I did there? Yeah. Um, you know, I've got two podcasts. If you go to the iTunes store, if you're into video stuff, like you are a video person, uh, it's called Studio Sherpas. Just search that in the iTunes store. And then if you want to know more about like people and culture inside of business, there's another podcast I do called People Centric. Or you can just email me, ryan at tellstudios.com. Sweet. All right. Well, we're going to wrap her up. Thank you. Awesome, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Uh, great job, man. This is cool. It's super fun to see you with uh, uh, with a podcast. It's, it's, it's I, I, I'm behind a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Congrats. And uh, I'm just excited for you and your business. Cool. Thanks. Thanks again, Ryan. Each show that, uh, that we put out there, I, I typically go through some uh, questions and some conversations with our guests. And this notion of community took a totally different turn than I anticipated. And I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, I didn't try to control the conversation there. Ryan's um, lifestyle and his 
authenticity around community, and again, not just online, but in real life, uh, is, is something that I didn't know that whole story. I knew parts of it, but I didn't really uh, honor it as much as, uh, as I might. And I think this notion of community is definitely not for everybody. I, I can think off the top of my head a, a few people that maybe this would not be for. And then I do think there are quite a few people out there that that want to be authentic, but maybe they have some fears inside. And I like I like what Ryan had said in there at one point, you know, that basically that, you know, this this community that you want to build, if there are people that, that come across your community and, you know, they are those naysayers they will quickly find out that you know that particular community is not the best suited for them they're going to leave and they're going to find another community where they're probably better suited and quite frankly you're probably better suited with them not being in that community as well so i i think one of the takeaways for me is that you know we're all involved in different communities whether they're online or offline i think this this uh, podcast is a great lesson to remember about how we want to treat people and and then also it's a great lesson about how to you know maybe self-select yourself out of some communities that you may be in and to be in those that are uh probably more positive for you and you can be more positive with them so i just want to thank ryan once again for his uh authenticity and for being on the show and all of the uh, links to uh, everything that he talked about, except for peeing his pants, that will not be in the show notes, I can guarantee you. So this brings another episode of the Focus Factory to a close. I believe this is episode 10, maybe? We are rocking and rolling. Um, it's amazing. So I'm halfway to my journey. My, my journey uh, does not end at 20, but one of the parts along my journey is to get to episode 20 because they always say that uh, the majority of podcasts don't get beyond 20 and I want to prove people wrong. So thank you for those who are still listening to this podcast, all two of you, three of you. Thanks, mom. And we hope that you will join us again next Tuesday on, uh, on our 11th episode. In the meantime, if you uh, enjoy this podcast, enjoy this episode, please Feel free to share this with your community uh, to help us grow, to help bring more people in that want to be bitter, blah, bitter, better business owners to be authentic and to enjoy this lifestyle that we've chosen of owning business and, uh, and just having fun with it. So uh, that means then that we've got three places that we would guide you to. Number one, you can go to our website, focusfactory.com excuse me, focusfactorypodcast.com, which is where we have all the show notes, the uh, the actual uh, link to the podcast itself, as well as the video version of it. Uh, you can also check us out on our Facebook page, which is also called Focus Factory Podcast. And then we would also ask that if you have not yet, head on over to iTunes and give us uh, a rating and a review. I think we're up to 11 the last time I looked, I'm going to uh, double check that right now. I don't really head over there too terribly often, but it's always encouraging to see some of the things that people write, and uh, it's it's really great. Um, one of our most recent ones, excellent, thoughtful, and applicable. 
There are so many nuggets that can be applied directly to your life through this podcast. Highly recommended. And uh, we appreciate those kind words. So we will see you next Tuesday when we release our next podcast. And we are a weekly podcast. Until then, as we always like to say, get focused. Get focused.